0: You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC radio family of podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite
1: podcasts. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Monday mornings here on The Nerd Table, back at our old time slot from now on until whenever we have to make schedule changes again. So we'll, we'll see how this goes here. I am Chris, joined, of course, by Dan and Eric. Hello, gentlemen. We a podcast now, okay? <laughs> Day.
2: Uh, hold on. Uh, let me get this ready. There we go. Uh, you know, I heard is. the
1: fizzingness afterwards too. Like, not only did you do the 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 clack, <laughs> the sound of the can opening, but then I heard the fizz afterwards. That is the best, the best sip. Yeah. I hope it's not as windy as it was in Steve Austin's video. Oh, yeah. So you guys got to go watch this. Steve Austin did a video where he's like, it's so friggin' windy in Nevada. He tries to drink a beer and the wind blows the beer away from his mouth. What? It just, yeah, It's great. That sounds terrible. But, That's you know, cool. it's Nevada, so it's a dry wind. It's a dry heat. That's it's what a saying. dry wind. <laughs> That's what I'd rather saying, have dude. a moist wind. Especially if you live with dry heat, a moist wind would be great. I mean, uh, like I've been I've been to the Southwest and it is very hot, but it is a bit more tolerable to deal with than dealing with the insanity of humidity. Like, okay, I don't want to be hot, period. But given the choice, I would rather be Grand Canyon hot than Florida hot. I've
2: never been to the Grand Canyon, but I would rather be any kind of hot than Florida hot. Florida hot's the fucking worst. And people willingly go back there. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Like, even snowbirds, I don't
1: get snowbirds. OK, I get it. You don't like the snow. You want to move somewhere where there's not snow. I get that. I can appreciate that. There's way other there's way better
0: choices than Florida. You, you realize how not that far you have to go to either not deal with snow or not deal with much snow? Yeah. Dan, how much snow do you get in North Carolina? Well, I don't think we've had any in two years. So there you go. Um, even moving like from where I grew up, even moving to where Chris is, is a world of difference. When it comes to snow.
1: Oh, yeah. Like Syracuse, New York to Lancaster, PA is a completely different ballgame in snow. We I'm don't just get out of PA. Snow. Just get to get to
0: the Maryland and West Virginia borders. That's another world of difference snow wise. So wait, does it not yeah. snow every year where you're at? Not oh, no, at all.
1: Like you'll get no. like the flurries, right? We'll get,
0: some. we'll get some snow overnight and it'll be gone before I wake up
1: okay <laughs> there you go so, so it will snow it just won't stay yeah, it'll be it'll gone stay yeah by God. midday no even where i live in pennsylvania we don't get a lot of snow yeah it's, it's just, just yeah did i just pick just the wrong fucking
2: state i feel like i picked the wrong fucking state
1: well you picked one of these snow states in the united
0: states <laughs> to be attached to a great lake if you don't want snow don't be attached to a great lake that's fair.
1: That's fair. I didn't really you think You might that's as well true. just move to northern Minnesota, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's the thing, right? It's like I've looked at uh how the jet stream is and how the ca- the cold Canadian air comes down through the Midwest. That's why tornado alley exists because it's the Caribbean the the warm Caribbean moist air from the Gulf Canadian of Mexico, Rockies. and then the Canadian Rockies. The Canadian Rockies, all the 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 cool, dry air is why Tornado Alley exists. But then they have those extreme temperatures in the middle of summer. You will look at the temperatures out in in Kansas, and it's like a hundred and five stagnant degrees in in the middle of nowhere. And then the snow hits, and because the jet stream go does that downward trend, it takes the extreme snow all the way to the frig down to those southern parts. So, like, Kansas just gets buried in feet of snow. So it's like – I remember my, my father, who traveled a lot for business, w- used to go out to that area a lot. He'd have to travel to Louisville, Kentucky in Kansas City. And he never uh, – he was in Iowa a lot. And he's just like, I don't know how the hell anybody lives out there. <laughs> he's like, it's 110 in the summer. It's negative ten. It's negative 10 in the winter. They got tornadoes and they get piles and piles of snow. He's like, just – I don't know why you even bother with it. Like, that's just it. If you're not in a coastal city, <laughs> you're going to get that crap.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I still find it better than the heat in Florida, period. Well, I'd, I'd rather deal with the snow, though. I will say, and I'll, uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I have fallen more in my adult life up here than I have ever fallen, period, in in Florida. <laughs>
1: You know why? It's not the snow, it's the ice. Yeah. You can manage snow. You can shovel snow. You can physically move the snow. When it ices, it don't matter what kind of tires you got or how many how many wheel drive you have on your car. You ain't dealing with the ice.
2: Yeah, ice is a bitch.
1: I I would rather have 10 feet of snow than even one inch of ice. So I actually
2: have a funny story that I don't think I've shared with you. When I first moved up here, it was um, February 2019, right after the big ass snowstorm that happened in Michigan. And I had this job uh, at an apartment complex just doing general maintenance, Um, you know, just until I can actually get a, a better job. So I did that for a while and part of the morning routines is we go around in the morning and just pick up trash, uh, you know, doing the grounds basically. And every day I went to this place where I thought was a tennis court, and everyone was just walking up and down that until one day my boss runs over. He's like, What are you doing? And I was like, picking up trash. There's trash here. He's just like, get out of that. What are you you know, I'm just like, what? I can't be in here. Like, no, that's the pool. I literally been walking on the fucking pool, didn't know <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I was just like, that's Jesus awesome. Christ, I could have fucking died.
1: <laughs>
2: that's awesome.
1: Oh, that's amazing. So, well. Let's uh <laughs> Well it let's uh, let's take on a positive note. <laughs> yeah. I mean it didn't
2: help that they actually did have a tennis court. I just thought they had two tennis courts, and one was a pool, one was a tennis court. And they both had nets. I don't know why, but they both had nets. So, you know, whatever.
1: Volleyball in the pool.
2: Yeah. Well, I know now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to open up this week's show with a wonderful viewer mail, viewer email, viewer, yeah, listener email. Viewer mail just sounds better, but, like, nobody's viewing us. However, they will. We have an announcement about our 50th episode. Uh, You know, I'll just do it now. We're going to do a live 50th episode. That will be in a couple weeks' time. I believe it will be the end of July is when I calculated it. We're actually going to do a live episode. We're going to stream it. On our social media platforms. We'll be on our webcams and everything. And you guys can interact with us in real time for episode number 50. I'm looking forward to that, by the way. Uh, As far as the actual date and time, we will let you guys know when it's going to happen with a couple weeks in advance. We'll try to uh, schedule it around a, a time we think people will be available. And the only other thing is if you can't join us live... That's fine. We're still going to release the episode in its audio format for the podcast. So don't worry about like, oh, crap, I missed it. I can't be available. You'll still get to hear it. So that'll be fun. But we got an email from our friend Miranda. Eric, you remember Miranda?
2: Of course. How could I ever forget? Hey, Miranda, how you doing? You know what? Let's dedicate this episode to Miranda.
1: We are going to dedicate this episode to Miranda. Now, she wrote a very lengthy email. I'm not going to read it word for word because that would just be insanity. But she has a lot of feedback from the episodes that she's been caught up on. And she is apparently completely caught up now. (laughs) She was literally one episode behind when she wrote this email. And she wrote this email a week ago. Okay. So. She actually has become such a fan now, when she's getting ready for work in the morning, she's listened. And now it's gotten to the point <laughs> that her uh, her uh girlfriend is now an unofficial fan because when they're not together, she doesn't like it because she's gotten so used to listening.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: So I, I love that we create fans out of proxy. That makes me very happy. So she has feedback from a bunch of past episodes, the stuff that we talked about. But – I love responding to emails like this, so I'm going to read some of her feedback, uh, not word for word, but like general stuff that she said, and we can respond to it. Going all the way back to our discussion about visiting the 50 states, she laughed because she grew up in Arkansas, and that was the state I said, I can't figure out why to visit it. And she's like, you know what? I lived there for 10 years, and there isn't really much to do or see. It's all trees, cows, and farmland.
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. So the only thing I can think of is that would probably be where Bill Clinton's presidential library is, right? That
1: is actually what she said. And they have the presidential library for Bill Clinton in Little Little Rock. And the only other big thing to do are the Hot Springs. Do they have Hot Springs there? They have an actual town called Hot Springs, Arkansas. That would be false advertisement. You could sue them for that.
2: I mean... Is there a fault line or something that I don't know about that runs through Arkansas?
1: Now I got to look this up. Perhaps. (laughs) Uh, While you're doing that, she did respond that you had said there's Magic Springs is something to do. She's like, it's basically six flags, half water park, half ride. And it's okay. Probably not worth an actual vacation to go there. But if I happen to be in the state trying to find stuff to do and there's a theme park. You could do worse, right? There's only only Disney
0: is is a theme park that's worth traveling to more
1: than one state away. Um, I suppose. I don't know. Depending on which six flags you're going to SeaWorlds, Cedar Point, Hershey Park. There's a couple. There's a couple I would travel to.
2: Yeah, there's nothing in Michigan. I, I feel like as much as I complained about, you know, going to the parks. And I don't – I never went to the parks when I really uh, – when I was, like, working there. But at least I had that option. Now that that is no longer an option, I'm just like, man, I wish there was a park nearby. And even though I know I would never fucking go.
1: <laughs> I mean, I get it. See, that's the thing is I don't – I've lived in too many tourist areas. Like, I grew up in Vernon. Then I lived in Orlando. And then I moved to Lancaster. All I've ever lived in are tourist cities. I've never I've never not lived in a tourist location because we had the water park and the ski resort. Then Orlando's got is like, the you know, theme park central on the East Coast. And then you have Lancaster, which not only has access to tons of theme parks between Dutch Wonderland for the kids and Hershey Park, but it's got all the Amish stuff, too. And there's tons of markets and attractions and theaters and stuff. So I'm just destined to live my life in tourist places. There has to move be.
0: To the, move to the
1: Dakotas and <laughs> live near Waldrug. <laughs> no, with my luck, I would be like, all right, I found a place to live in South Dakota and it'll be like a mile away from Mount Rushmore. Like, well, yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, there is a town just right on the other side of it. Yeah. My other my other thing is if I was ever gonna live out in that area anyway, I would probably choose Colorado or Wyoming. And yeah, I would probably live either in the Rocky Mountains in a tourist destination or Yellowstone.
0: Because essentially you drive up a bit of a mountain to get there, and then you drive back down a mountain on
1: the other side, and there's a town. Yes. So more feedback from Miranda. We were talking about the first movie we ever saw in theaters. Hers was Mulan, and she was living in Japan at the time when she got to see it. That is cool as hell. Is right? Is she Hold a up. Baby? Did, did did she
2: see the English version or a dubbed
1: version then? <laughs> well, I saw the Simpsons movie in France and it was in English. It just had French subtitles. When did Mulan come out? <laughs> 98. She was five years old at the time. Holy shit, you're a baby. (laughs) (laughs) She is younger than we are. (laughs) Yeah. She's about 10 years younger than we are, so.
2: Uh, I remember Uh, being in the primes of my life. Not anymore. Now it takes two attempts to get off the couch, and I never know why my knees hurt.
1: uh, The back pain, I can't stand it, yeah. It's like you you slept wrong. Prepare for pain for three days. (laughs) You seen the meme where it's like where it's like if you grew up playing this system and it's like an N64 and a Super Nintendo. It's like if you grew up playing these, go take some ibuprofen for your back. Like you son of a bitch. But thanks for reminding me.
2: Yeah, for real. All
1: right. Um, Because of you, Eric. You actually convinced her to watch the X-Men movies because of a discussion we had about the X-Men movies. She had only seen the Deadpool film so far. And she did. She watched them in timeline order based on plot, which sparks a discussion. And that's a question we're going to get to in a little bit in this email. Mm, okay. I'm sure you already know where she's going with this, but we'll, we'll get to, I'm, we're going to do this in order. She very much enjoyed Quicksilver. And she pointed out, the uh, the cookie place I couldn't think of in Baltimore. I remember I said there was this late night cookie shop and I was like, oh, my God, that's it was the greatest thing ever. It was Insomnia Cookies. And yes, that was the place because I looked it up and that was it. Insomnia Cookies. Guys, we have one here. Yes. They deliver cookies to your house and they will do it as late as 3 a.m.
2: Yes. Get cookies from them. And we I don't I don't know about you, but we have the special delivery where you can get that plus your local herbs at the same time.
1: Well, I don't have the herbs legal in this state yet. Aww. So just saying. Okay. <laughs> you don't know, You can't get any
0: parsley and sage and rosemary and thyme? Yeah, those are the herbs
2: I'm talking about.
1: Exactly. Uh, she also recommended next time I go to Baltimore, I have to find this Blue Moon Cafe because they have Cap and Crunch French Toast, and I want that. I never knew I wanted that before, and now I really I want that. Heard of that? Yes. Oh, that sounds amazing. What's it called? What about Cap and Crunch French Toast, dude?
2: Okay, all right.
1: Oh, what about? I want it. What about French Toast Crunch French Toast? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that's where the inspiration came from. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pop quiz, guys. Pancakes or French toast? You huh, can French. only choose one. They're both on the Pancakes. menu. But you can, can only French, get one. French Pancakes? Toast. Pancakes? French toast. Pancakes. Ooh. French toast. Ooh. All day, okay. every day. All day, yeah, every okay. day. <laughs> All right. I love me a big-ass, fluffy, diner, plate-shaped buttermilk pancake.
2: Ah, uh, see, pancakes are good. There's nothing wrong with them, but there's so much more complexity to French toast that I feel All like... Right, I was like,
0: drinking a three-way dance. We put it in the waffle. What
1: happens now? I'm still taking the pancake.
0: I'm going to go I, waffle.
1: I think I'm thinking okay, I'm going to go waffle. I love waffles, but they would be third on my list, given those options. Really? It'd be last. Yeah, I would take I'd, st- I'd still take French toast over the waffle.
2: I'm just not a I'm just not a pancake guy, I guess, cuz it'd be pretty hard to go between waffle and French toast for me.
1: I need I need my pancakes though cooked at a diner and they have to be humongous. That's the only way any other pancake just doesn't work. And you know what? IHOP has amazing pancakes. Denny's does not. Because I'm the pancake snob.
2: Okay, if we're talking about diners, uh, I would have to say, hands down, it's going to be Waffle House waffles, then French toast, then then pancakes. But, like, I love, and I know it's really bad to say that I like something from Waffle House, but Waffle House waffles are the shit.
1: I think people... Don't understand how good Waffle House actually is because it's associated with being a low class, low income style restaurant. But that's what I love about it because those, <laughs> the best diners in New Jersey, the diner capital of the world, are the grease trap diners that look like they're in boxcars that fell off the train tracks. Ah, uh, like, those ones, yeah. Those are the best diners in the world. If it looks like it's
2: not going to pass a safety inspection, that's where you want to be.
1: <laughs> for a diner, yes, actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not. Like, oh god, not for a chi for a Chinese restaurant. I just love okay, that yeah, waffle
0: houses are an official barometer for how bad a natural disaster is. Yep. If the waffle house is closed, it's nope. whether or not it's open, closed. How much of the how much of the menu is available? Yep.
2: <laughs> well, that was just it with Disney too, right? Depending on what time we close because the parks open on fucking hurricane day.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are.
2: <laughs> they close at a certain time and that's how you know how bad the hurricane's going to be or when it's going to hit.
1: Yeah, if stuff if stuff starts closing for a hurricane in Florida, it's an you got to take that hurricane seriously. Yeah. Uh, like a regular ass category 1 hurricane, nothing closes. Category two is when people start to actually pay attention. Yeah. Meanwhile, if a remnant of a tropical storm hits up here, it's like a full blown shutdown. But then again, we get the, we get six inches of snow and nothing closes, and Atlanta gets a dusting and the entire city is literally shut down. So it's, it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. You know,
2: I, n- I never really got that, right? Because up here, it would rain really hard and people would just go out to the side of the road and I, I didn't understand at first. I understand now because our roads suck and you can't see potholes and you might just <laughs> die. <laughs> so, people up here, they're not scared of the rain per se. They're scared of scared the, of the potholes. potholes. Yeah, Which I completely understand now and I respect. Because
1: <laughs> now you're you stuck up. in a pothole and you're drowning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been nice knowing you guys, but I'm gonna die. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. uh, Another feedback. Her all-time favorite Disney ride is Great Movie Ride. Yep. And the last time she wrote it, you and Rebecca were there, and you hooked her up to ride Stephanie's tour guide. Yes, I did. So she thanks you for that. Man, I missed that Uh, ride. You know there was a point of there was a point of time when I didn't care for that ride. And then when I f- found out it was closing, my real feelings like bubbled to the surface. and I'm like, they can't get rid of that ride. That ride's amazing. You ever get that feeling like like i i there are other rides that I don't really care that much about, but if something happened to them, I have a feeling I would probably break down like that,
2: oh yeah, well, for for one, um, I can't honestly remember the fucking name now. Um, shit. It's in. It's in Tomorrowland. Carousel of Progress. There we go. If anything were to happen to Carousel of Progress, it's it's a bullshit. Oh ride. my god, it's a bullshit. Oh ride. my god, we can we agree, t- but it's the best fucking thing.
1: I will tie myself to that rotating ass building. <laughs> yes, and I will not <laughs> let them do anything to it. We. I will join hands with other people and sing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. You are not touching Carousel of Progress. I, Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. That's, yeah. Uh,
2: and me- meanwhile, there's other rides like Stitch where you're just like, uh, okay, yeah, get rid of that.
1: <laughs> uh, here's some feedback from our discussion of different words in the U.S. Now, she currently lives in Chicago, and there they say pop. That's the Midwest term. But the one that always got me was Coke for everything. And she said she she even had somebody she works with, because she's a flight attendant now, that got confused because they, the passenger was like, what kind of Coke do you offer? And she's like, Coke and Diet Coke. And the passenger's like, whoa, what about Sprite and ginger ale? I'm like, well, okay, yeah, we're going from Dallas to New Orleans. And Coke is the blanket term, so that confused <laughs> me. Ellis, if you're listening to this, that confused the hell out of me, because he's from Georgia. And he's like, yeah, Coke. This is – goes, uh, what kind of Coke you got? Pepsi. He goes, that's normal for us. I'm like, yeah, OK. So
2: uh, speaking of flight attendant things, there was this uh, meme that I, I saw and it reminded me of Hannah, of all people. Um, it basically goes – there's a flight attendant that goes up to one of the passengers and just like, hi, would you like a drink? And then the passenger is just like, what are my options? And she just goes, yes or no? <laughs> And I just died because I'm just like, son of a bitch. That's fucking Hannah.
1: <laughs> that would be Hannah. 100%. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Hannah Montana over here, <laughs> out in Montana right now saying she don't want to come back.
2: Oh, I saw that picture. Holy shit. I wouldn't want to leave that either.
1: Dude, I know I've never been to Montana, but that's on my list because that state is gorgeous. I want to go to Big Sky. I really want to go to Big Sky. With so.
0: Montana there's just nothing really worth stopping for, but you're there for a day and a half.
1: <laughs> well, it's probably gonna take you a day and a half to drive through the state. It's a yeah, big city.
0: That's how long right. it takes. <laughs> yeah.
1: So
2: Big ass uh, it's fucking beautiful.
1: Well let's I mean see. we're talking east to west here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So she gave some feedback here that was the same feedback that my buddy Andy gave. She enjoys the format of when we listed the worst wrestling gimmicks to you and got your reactions from them, Eric. Yeah. Because she knows next to nothing about wrestling, but she enjoys that Dan and I gave you enough background to continue the conversation forward without too much spiraling. So, in honor of this, I'm going to tell you about another wrestling gimmick that is a real thing, Eric. You ready for this?
2: I'm never ready for these, but go, go for it.
1: Okay. So... Dan's going to start laughing when he hears where I'm going with this. So in WCW, they were doing this thing where it was Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus like eight guys in a cage. Mm. And one of the guys they brought in was an actor named Jeep Swenson. And he was the last guy on their team. So they decided to name him the final solution. That was the name they gave him.
2: That was his wrestling
1: name. That was his wrestling name. The final solution. Well, Ted Turner got flooded with co- complaints from Jewish communities about how offensive that name was. Somehow, someway, nobody thought that that was a bad idea before they named him the Final Solution. People who are unaware, Final Solution was the official
0: name the Nazis gave the eventual extermination of Jews.
1: Yeah, that was the name of the operation. Yes, anybody who paid attention in history class knows what that is. Well, Just in case you didn't, Lee. Shit, I did not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did you may not remember because it's, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while.
2: Yeah, it really has. Uh, let's see. I graduated in two thousand three. The World War Two history was discussed in
0: ninth and tenth grade. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is the same company that had a wrestler named blitzkrieg and they had a neo-nazi named berlin who had a bodyguard named the wall oh my after god after the berlin wall so somebody in that company
2: listen they knew what they were doing at that point point. one i can probably be like all right yeah i didn't know <laughs> but like all of that
1: Like okay, blitzkrieg is a is a military term, so I can see that being a little more obscure. But like the final solution, you're not getting away with that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, the ultimate solution was what he was renamed. So I mean, if you if you're going to just sound like a giant calculator, I guess that's better (laughs) than. I mean, you know, I I guess there are some things that are better, right? Jesus. Now, did you also know, Eric? there there was he he has since passed away but there was a black guy on the independent scene who dressed up like the undertaker and called himself the n word taker i'm not saying it cuz i'm not getting the show in trouble i mean it isn't a it's not an a i don't care R. i'm not saying it <laughs> oh i'm wow. practicing i'm practicing my radio voice i'm actually i'm actually consciously trying not to swear but that I still consciously try not to say that. Yes, that's a real thing that existed.
2: Oh, oh, wow.
1: Wow. And this is – he He worked in a company where their champion was a big fat guy in a white dress shirt who called himself the family guy.
2: So they just these are, allowed this on on television. Like this was allowed. Well,
1: these guys weren't on TV.
2: These guys weren't on TV. Okay.
1: No, these are these are hole in the wall, independent promotions that probably have like two to three hundred people in their crowd if they're lucky. But good God, like that's a that guy actually walked around and called himself that. And people. Okay, I'm sorry, but I don't. He could have been the most talented guy. He could have had a huge fan base. I'm not putting that name on my poster to advertise a show. I'm not doing that. Get hired
0: to go to schools and do speeches and stuff. No, no. What? So, listen. I. Hey, I-, I don't. Ca-
2: <laughs> okay, as I'm not an HR person at all, right? But if I'm looking for talent, and that name comes
1: across, it's getting xed.
2: Uh, that's a. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. Like, no. Are you joking? I think, it's, but I think I'd got-
1: sooner bring in the my pillow guy before I would bring in that guy. <laughs>
2: He got invited to schools to talk. That's just that's wild. I mean,
1: he may have called the school and been like, "I'll come and talk." But yeah, th- I mean, some of these names are just—they're bad. They are pictures that bad. of
0: him in classrooms with kids
1: in full gimmick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although, if you want to talk about just like outright silly, silly gimmick names. One of my favorites of all time, there was a tag team called the Godwins, and they were hog farmers, and their names were Henry O. Godwin and Phineas I. Godwin, or Hog and Pig. And they were hog farmers.
0: Dewey Pig, Pig.
1: Yeah. God. All this exists, and that's that's the sad part, is I'm not making any of this I'm not clever enough to make this shit up. Some stuff is just so stupid that it just dumbfounds you.
2: Oh, man. <clears throat> I
1: All wow. right. <clears throat> um, she did reply that your comment about Avatar being Pocahontas made her crack up because you're right. So there you go, Eric. I mean, yeah,
2: when I'm right, I'm right. I'm not always right, but, but I'll take credit when credits do. <laughs>
1: Oh, we mentioned the Disney rule, the 66 episode rule. We talked about that. She yes. took a note. It was that So Raven was the show that broke the rule. Oh, yeah. Yep. We were talking about that. I believe we even were talking about that. Like there was a show that actually broke the rule and it was that So Raven.
0: Okay. Okay. Because we have, were talking about there's a couple of shows that were very popular and probably could have gone and stayed popular for like – Long, long time, and they just did it because they just... At the time, they had the 66-episode rule, and your show's done.
1: Well, you know what would be better? A 66-episode rule on some shows today, because some shows have made it past 666 episodes. Looking at you, Simpsons. Hey. They're past... They're almost at the 750. No, that's insane. That's too many episodes. I I love that show, but that's too many episodes.
2: I mean... There's more episodes of One Piece than there are of Simpsons.
1: Probably. Tell that <laughs> show to end too. <laughs> I've heard <of> Gunsmoke though. <laughs> hey, how's how's Naruto going?
2: I uh, hey, Did it that ended. actually end? It uh, it okay. ended, and now there's Baruto, and it follows his <laughs> son. <laughs> well. And uh, I, as far as I know, that's still going. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I've kind of like. Oh man! Once you get to the ending of Naruto, you're so happy that it's over, that you're just like, ah, oh, yes, and it was, it wasn't a satisfying ending, right? But it was over. Um, and then you're just you're at ease, you're at peace with that decision, and then you're like, well, now we're gonna make a show about his son, and you're just like, well, you can go fuck yourself. I I'm done. <laughs> I am done with this <laughs> world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. went For 635 episodes
1: between Marshall Dillon and me. Jesus. Gunsmoke. Good Lord. <clears throat> All right. Here is something. This comes as feedback from our Christmas episode about Home Alone. How did the family afford the vacation and everything with the house? Well, she points out a fan theory that I'd never heard of before. The dad is actually running the mafia. Buzz was supposed to take over, but he's rejected, and the dad was training Kevin. This is to explain why Kevin is so stoic and is not phased about trying to murder the bandits. How the hell is that for a fan theory? Oh my god. Mr. McAllister's a mob boss. And he was on The Sopranos. Dan, you remember that. You've seen The Sopranos. Yeah. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. This is headcanon now. <laughs> Home Alone headcanon. Also, can we she also said
2: Kevin's going to be a fucking little badass when he becomes the head of the mafia.
1: Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. Well, good luck, Chicago. Chicago <laughs> land mafia. The Miranda, who lives there now, uh, our friend Maurice lives in Chicago. Shout out to Maurice. Just picture him when he's
2: like older dealing with people like you're gonna fuck with me i killed somebody with christmas lights you little
0: shit <laughs> he did <laughs> dude they stepped to me in new york and i just crushed them with bricks right to the head
1: did you ever see that video it was uh It was it was a medical examination of everything that happens to Harry and Marv throughout the video and whether when they should have been dead and what else should have happened. And I think it was like 14 times Marv should have died and like 12 times Harry should have died at that point. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right to me.
2: I think that the the first one would have been like the iron to the head.
1: Oh, yeah. The iron to the head would have done it. The bricks to the head would have done it. Yeah, and that's the, the second movie. The bricks to the head—the first thing that happens to him. Yeah, and if if nothing else, that bar, that metal bar that knocks them down two whole stories, and then it falls on top of them again—that should have been it. Or uh, the electrocution in the basement,
2: where well, you can <laughs> see Mar the skeleton.
1: Into a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, that's so friggin' funny. Stuff like that's funny though. Like airplane when he's driving through the or not airplane, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. They're driving through the two. Driving through the two trucks and he looks over and he just sees the devil in the passenger seat. John Candy's the devil, just cracking up at him. <laughs> Love stuff like that. Also, uh, she never met Shannon, but she loved her on the show, thought her commentary was funny and wants to hear more of her. So and Shannon wants to be on more episodes. So we're going to we're going to make that happen. Yeah.
0: Maybe one I could actually be on because that was when my Internet went out for like three days. <laughs> Yeah. No,
1: well, that was the Christmas episode, that specific. Oh, feedback. yeah. Oh, during the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is feedback on the Taylor episode. We'll get to that. Um. So her first time watching A Star War, I love the way she worded that, was actually in 2017. She overall enjoyed it and has watched them several times since then. However, her friends got her to watch The Machete Order. Are you familiar with The Machete Order? No. Yes. What is The Machete Order? You watch four and five then you watch two and three as a flashback skipping one and then you finish with six okay it's an i kind of want to try it once just to just to in like that individual bubble and see how it goes
2: four
1: five two
2: three six is that it? four five two three six yep okay i i have i'm to me, that sounds like a and Tarantino cut, and I love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why it's called the Machete Order. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely a Tarantino thing. So here is where her first feedback question comes in. This is going to be a discussion we're going to have. Um, because other things, Marvel, X-Men, etc., Star Wars. Do you watch in release order or plot order? What do you think is better? I have my answer, but I want to hear what you guys say first. I, I say that again? Do you watch it, it? Do you watch in release order or chronologic order? For Star Wars? Oh, man. Um, for anything. For anything, really.
2: For anything? Sure. Oh. Um, I will watch release order first, and then... Once I make it through a series, I will watch chronological order. I watch released order first because I want to experience it the way everybody else experienced it. Right. So like, right, you know, uh, and then I want to watch in chronological order to see if that consistency or the that's not the right word I'm looking for. The um, continuity. Continuity, thank you. I'll, to see if that continuity is there as well, and if it completely makes sense, because there's nothing more satisfying than a well-plotted, like, movie. Like, like, All damn. Right, well,
1: I, I no longer. I guess I don't have to give my answer now. <laughs> uh, yes. Copy paste. <laughs> Copy paste. Control Control C <laughs> Control V. Uh, Dan, what about you? Uh, well the,
0: the thing is is if you're watching it as it comes out then you're watching it as it comes out.
1: <laughs> well no but we're saying like to go back and watch something where things are out of order.
0: I uh, first my first MCU rewatch before Avengers 1 I went in regular order the order they came out. And but
1: since then I've gone in chronological order for rewatches. I think for a first-time viewing, it has to be in release order. And the reason I say that is because all those movies will tie stuff together, and it's cool to see how it gets tied together. Star Wars is actually the best example. The big reveal of "No, I am your father" would mean nothing if you watch the prequels first. You already know he's his father,
2: right? And you'd be like, "Yeah, duh. We saw this part." <laughs> like,
1: yeah, so what? that's not a twist. Why are they making a big it's deal not out, a out plot of this? Twist. So I say for a first time viewing for any series, do it in the release order. And then once you're ready to try a full series rewatch, try it in the chronologic order and see which one you like better. And then from that point on, do it however you want. But I, I say release order first and then try chronologic. And. Yeah. crazy thing about like the MCU is it goes
0: from like 1940s to 1990s. To all of a sudden, there's three movies that happen in the same week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it gets, it
2: gets pretty crazy. And, at, and, and those are all point,
0: before the Avengers. The what about Avengers the movie?
2: Oh, you know what? You know what? I would love to see a, a really wicked cut of the Avengers, like Endgame and Infinity War. Because if you think about it, if, like, there's things that are happening at the same exact time as they're going back in time. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't like seen the two movies, but you've had your time.
0: Jeez.
2: Make, if you're listening to up. the Nerd Table and you I, haven't seen the I Avengers
0: movies, just rewatch them last weekend.
2: So uh, imagine so fresh. like you're watching uh well, I, I guess the first Avengers and, and and all of a sudden Loki disappears. Where he shouldn't have because it happened in the second part when it was like time traveling and you're seeing little things like they edit in the time travel stuff into the current movie that you're watching. So at the same time, you're kind of going, what the fuck? But like, not really, because it all it will all make sense later. Like, I, I kind of want a, uh, you know what you they want did with Dragon Ball. want the
0: 200 Ball? hour supercut of the MCU?
2: No, I kind of want to trim down. Actually, you know what they did with like Dragon Ball Z Kai. If they could Trimmed do down that, the filler. Yeah, if they could do that with the MCU, by God, it would be amazing.
0: Especially with the last two movies, right? Because it was because there's stuff happening, like um, during Infinity War. We have what's happening in Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: Yeah, a supercut would be crazy, but could be doable. Well, here's the thing. If you eliminate all, like, the origins and everything and, like, the stuff that we already know, like, just have Cap show up without having to go through his whole story and you just do, like, an Avengers supercut and bring them all together, you could absolutely do that. It would be insanely long, but damn, it would probably be fun. Cut the BS. Yeah. Cut the filler and just do it.
2: There's so much that I want to talk about right. Have you, have you guys seen Loki?
1: Yeah, I have.
2: Okay. I mean, I feel like we probably shouldn't talk about it because we haven't given anybody warning, so we'll bring it up next episode, but there's so much that I want to talk about. I feel like we should. Bring
1: um that up. Here's my thing. This is airing on a Monday and that aired on Wednesday. I think that's that's past the the point of allowing discussion.
2: Do you think Wednesday so? Wednesday to
1: Monday? Okay. I think so. So this that's is almost be- a whole week.
2: This is going to be our official warning to anybody who's who has not seen the first episode. Or do we want of to end
0: with it like we did before with the other ones. Because we are not even at the middle of this letter.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll finish it. Well, this is your pre-warning, I guess. We'll do another official warned, warning. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, feedback for you, Dan. She loved how much you lit up when you talked about Doctor Who. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. You're so enthusiastic when we talk about your favorite things. Oh, that was when I did my top ten episodes, right? That was oh, yeah. That was probably, yes. And I guess we had brought her up on a past episode. She says, Eric asked what I've been up to. Hi, Eric. Hey. <laughs> uh she has been getting caught up on me. After Disney, she broke her ankle. Oh. Uh she's not sure if we remembered or not, but I, th- I do actually remember that. Uh, moved to Maryland with her parents, did the college thing again, got burned out, was there for five years, then applied as a flight attendant, got hired in March 2008, uh, 18, has been in Chicago ever since. So it's good to hear that our friend is doing very well. Yeah. And that she's a fan. And a flight attendant fact, too. She's <clears throat> watching and she's now tuning into the Pokecast. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, she's part like of our that. group and everything. So, oh man, you know. In fact, I believe I, she may have actually. Uh, did she mention that in this email, or she, that may have been something that her and I were having a conversation about? But I think she's she hasn't really seen it either. So she's kind of in Dan's boat. So it's a first time viewing for her as well.
2: Okay. You know, if you're interested, Miranda, and you want to talk about Disney stuff, we have another (laughs) show all about the parks. Uh,
1: I'll get I'll get to that feedback. (laughs) That's at the end of the email.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm just jumping ahead.
1: (laughs) Uh, Here is a here is a correction for me. Uh, We were talking about the plot of the proposal. Apparently, I told you you were wrong, but you were right. So sorry, Eric, you were right and I was wrong for uh, Sandra Bullock gets into a fake relationship with her assistant, get a green card to be able to stay in New York City. So she wasn't deported to Canada. I don't remember what I was wrong about, but if I was wrong, I was wrong. So good job, Eric. You probably said that she was helping him or something, but he's probably helping her. it was probably it was I probably got the green card thing. Uh she really did enjoy the Taylor Swift show, although she's she goes, I'm not not a fan of hers, but I'm definitely not at the level of Shannon and her friend. Uh, <laughs> that's OK, Miranda. Nobody is. <laughs> Regardless, she learned a lot and enjoyed the love they have for her. See, that's just it, right? Even if you don't know something about something, if somebody's really passionate about it, like I love listening to you and Matt talk about anime and stuff I've never watched before and have no idea what you're talking about. But I love listening to it because you guys are just so passionate about it and you're so into it that's what's that's what's awesome also
2: um you actually inspired me to do something similar on our show the uh, sick minds of matt and eric where we're actually re-watching sword art online and uh we're talking about an episode by episode just like in the pokey so thank you for that idea
1: that's fun, right? Because you get to kind of relive it and you, you notice stuff that you may not have noticed before or you just forgot about it.
2: Yeah, mo- mostly just forgot about. It. Like I watched this and like, why did I forget this? Like <laughs> that was such an <laughs> important thing and I fucking forgot it.
1: <laughs> you know what I actually forgot this is a this is going to be a spoiler for Dan, although he might actually forget by the time he gets to Dragon Ball Z because he's got to get through Dragon Ball first. But the one time when I was doing the rewatch of Kai, I actually forgot about the Piccolo blows up the moon to get rid of Gohan's ape form. Everybody blows up the
2: moon in Dragon Ball. I don't know how many moons they've actually gone through.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I've, I, even
0: I've seen a moon get blown up and I've seen three episodes of any of those shows. There you go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to blow up the moon. When the fuck did we get another moon? <laughs> like, why does that love moon that- keep coming back? Is nobody going to address that?
0: Just the <laughs> commentator freak freak out and talk about there's no more romantic moonlit walks?
1: and. I like uh, Anna, Austin Powers. Are you suggesting we blow up the moon? Would you miss it? <laughs> Get rid of Dr. Evil. They got to blow up the moon. Uh, her favorite Nickelodeon show was Rugrats, and she had no idea the whole thing was Dr. You know what? Uh,
2: Don't don't sweat it because I didn't know until shit <laughs> not too long I, ago yeah,
1: it was I was that was one of those that was one of those I was today years old when I realized yeah this friggin' Daleks in the toy store well I
0: mean to to be fair that show was on in the early to mid nineties and Doctor Who didn't had been out of existence for ten years you were a child I was a child
2: yeah like, like it uh, it yeah. wasn't until. Somebody literally pointed out and just like, yeah, why do you think Tommy has a screwdriver? Like, you son of a bitch. You ever (laughs) (laughs) have it just hits
1: you in the head with it. God (laughs) Like oh man. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, so in that reboot that they're doing, is Tommy gonna bust out an Elon Z at some point? Like that's what I'm curious about. Like I don't. Uh, Are there going to be modern Doctor references? Or? There might be. I hope. I hope they pick
2: Capaldi because I. I really want to see Tommy act like Capaldi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he like tells Chucky to not be lasagna. <laughs> um. Here's some feedback from our episode about all the all the fun stuff, that we talked about in the United States, like. She's like, you're going through which state is is what is the uh they're the worst at, right? So for Illinois has the highest. So what we're saying is that Illinois is the best at robbery. First place, baby.
0: <laughs> Number one. Number one.
1: Oh, and as far as lewd city names in Arkansas, there is a city called Wiener and one called Flippin'.
2: Yeah, but I still think Dick takes the, <laughs> the pick on that one.
1: Uh, Dick. <laughs> she was also really happy that she won the game. One of our entertainment challenges she was victorious in. She's like, I'll take my default win over that. <laughs> <clears throat> and now. For a top 10 challenge for everyone. Uh-oh. Miranda's top 10 challenge is. Who are your top 10 favorite sidekicks in pop culture? Now, she said that could be kind of broad. So if we want to limit it to films or comic books or whatever, we can do that. So sidekicks could be a really fun discussion. For me, it has to stay broad because I won't I wouldn't be able to do a, a proper comic book list. But how would you guys like to tackle that? I, I top mean, like- 10 sidekicks. Yeah, I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. All right. Challenge accepted. Top ten sidekicks. It's not going to go the way you
2: think it's going to go.
0: I'm opening the document. So I. But can
1: let's let's stick to uh, heroes and not villain. I think that could be a different discussion.
2: Uh see, no, because <laughs> what do you mean? No, <laughs> no, no. Ah. Uh... Does that ruin your entire list? No, not my entire list, but there are some sidekicks who did not start off as heroes. I will say that.
1: That's fair. Okay, well then, yeah, you can include those, but okay. they can't be pure villains. They can't be pure villain minion. Uh, okay. Yeah. This, All right. My My list will definitely be a mixture of probably sci-fi sitcoms uh depending on they'll definitely be they'll definitely be disney thrown in there because there's a lot of sidekicks you know who's not gonna be on the list robin from the 60s batman show sorry (laughs) burt ward it's not gonna happen and you can't you can't say that nightwing's a sidekick because because what Dick Grayson was not a sidekick. Eventually, he evolves. Well,
2: yeah, but he started off as a sidekick. He could be a, yeah. your favorite sidekick,
1: I suppose.
2: And and then there's a lot of sidekicks that turn mainstream or become the main hero. Or yeah, anti-hero. the only the
0: only heroes that get to grow up, get to age are the sidekicks <laughs> to become actual regular heroes by themselves. <laughs>
1: Oh, Jason Todd.
2: That that reminds me of, now that we're talking about Batman stuff, the uh, meme with Batman is just like, why do you wear all black and stuff like that? They're like, well, I don't want to get shot. Well, why does Robin wear all bright orange and red stuff? And it's like, because I don't want to get shot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the shows I always appreciated as a kid and I still appreciate now as an adult were like, Animaniacs and Tiny Toons, like those Warner Brothers cartoons, they were always so good at satire. And one of the things they did was Plucky Duck was Bat Duck or whatever, and Hampton was his sidekick. And he was called Decoy. That was literally his sidekick name was Decoy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that is so friggin accurate to as a parody of Batman and Robin. Uh, so, all right. So we've got a top 10 challenge now for an unpopular opinion from Moran. So she says for any movie or TV show that is coming out that I know I want to see, I don't watch the trailers or read anything about them so I can go in completely blind to the content and context. It started from early 2013 with the Frozen trailers Elsa was supposed to be the villain, and then they changed the plot when they heard Let It Go. So since then, I don't watch anything, so I can be surprised and appreciate it better. Interesting. What What do you guys think?
0: They actually have early um, trailers where
1: it acts like she's going to be the bad guy? I guess so. I've never seen them, but... I do know she was originally planned to be the villain, though.
2: Yeah, and I think they ran with that uh, in, what's it called in that one show? Once Upon a Time. I think they played her to be the villain Once Upon a Time for a little bit. But I'm not 100% accurate on that. That's not a show that I was actually 100% in tune to. It's just something that I had in the background while I was playing video games. <laughs> So I, I was just like, oh shit, something with ice and, oh crap, this boss is beating me. Like, it was one of those moments where my concentration <laughs> was broken so many times. Um, I'm a Bitch, I can't
1: let it go. I'm in the middle of a boss fight.
2: I like being surprised, but I also like doing, like, fan theory or, like, making guesses of what I think is going to happen or what I would like to see happen.
0: I also like freaking out to stuff because it's like... Like the Suicide Squad trailer that came out a month or two ago, when all of a sudden you see the huge Starro star show up, and you're like, oh shit! They're gonna fight Starro mutants and Starro zombies. Starro himself's gonna show up, it's gonna be
1: fucking nuts! At the same time, I see her point though, because there are some trailers that spoil too much shit.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, co- comedies, they will give away the funniest part of the movie.
1: Yes, Co- there's
2: no
0: reason to go see
2: a comedy at movie theaters. Period, right? But like, it, it, I agree with you 100. The entire movie, the entire plot is put in these trailers, and you're just like, "Well, I don't need to see the movie now. I've already seen yeah. the best shit."
0: I would have, I, I would have died laughing at that at that thing if I didn't see it
1: ten times in a trailer. But I still, I still have to at least read something about the movie before I go see the comedy. I have to at least know if the plot sounds like something I'd be interested in. I'm not just going to be like, oh, that's a comedy. I'm going to go. Even if I know who the actors are, that doesn't mean I'm going to be interested in the plot. There's the last comedy you saw in a theater fighting with my family. If that count even counts as a comedy. Uh, it was. It's, it's a. Biopic. Biopic. And it was Wreck-It funny. Ralph, two. Yeah, I would probably be something. Animated. Yeah,
0: that as a straight up. Count. Like, I don't. A Disney movie, I would... I a live comedy.
1: action comedy that I went to mean, see... Straight in up years. comedy, no
0: no animated comedy, no blah, 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 like a straight up... Well, I mean, like, I guess if you saw, like, fucking, uh, what was it? Um, the awful movie where everybody is a food thing, and it was
1: awful. Like No, I did not... I, I did not pay to see that, thank God. Yeah. Sausage Party? No. Yeah. Worst Sausage fucking part? movie I've ever seen in my life. Dude. Fuck, fuck my no cursing role right now fuck that movie no fuck that movie fuck that movie fuck that (laughs) (laughs) movie fuck that movie
2: (laughs) i wouldn't have paid i would have been mad to pay to go see that movie but i saw it for free and i thought it was hilarious but i was also very high at the
0: time oh god so
2: what what do you think that's a handicap (laughs) (laughs) everything is funny when you're yeah,
1: so yeah. just like ah, the sausage just talking. And Hang on a sec. I just had it in my head too. I thought of I thought of something I saw. I think
0: mine it was actually, the goods. Buy hard, sell hard. Buy hard, sell hard. I can't there
2: really was think of anything like Fifty First Dates comes to mind, but I know I've seen other movies.
1: You realize Fifty First Dates came out like, so like eighteen years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I like I definitely saw Team America in the theater. Laughed at that, but I I saw Borat in the theaters too, and I laughed at that. So and that came out way later. Uh, Jeez, that really is two thousand four. Okay,
2: (laughs) I'm 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 stretching it. I'm really stretching it. If I'm going for comedy, you can't just. There's no straight up pure comedy movie, right? There's either rom com or action com or whatever. The last comedy hybrid movie that I saw was Deadpool two.
1: Okay, You know what? Hang on. I got it, Eric. What? The last comedy that I saw in the theaters, it was a horror comedy, but it was a damn comedy. You and I saw This Is The End together with our significant others. Yeah, that was really good. I, mine's Run Fat Boy Run, actually. Holy shit. I can't. Yeah, I really can't <clears throat> think of comedy... Fighting, if fighting with my family could count, that would be the answer. And if it was something like Disney or animated, that would also be the answer. Like, yeah, I just I, – you're right. I don't see comedies in the theaters anymore. I just don't.
2: Yeah. I, I feel like the last thing that I actually saw in the theaters, uh, live action, was uh, Knives Out.
1: Okay. That's if very good.
2: Yeah, it is very good. But I don't really consider it a comedy. There was funny moments. No, it's not. It's, not. It's, not, I have, it's not. I have not seen that. Would
1: you recommend it? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's like um, okay, a modern day Clue.
1: Oh, sold. You don't even have to say anymore. Don't. In fact, don't say anymore. Sold. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, sold. I'll watch it and I will come back to you. And
0: everyone in it is just fantastic. I know it's okay. so
2: fucking good, dude. Uh, the only okay.
0: weird thing is that Daniel Craig is playing like a southern. Super southern. Yeah, that's oh, I, a, a I laughed at, at about that. 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 I laughed at that. I was just like oh, I am funny. a southern detective. <laughs>
1: All right. Speaking of so, going okay. way off topic, let's get back on. <laughs> uh we don't have much more to say. Uh but <laughs> 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 um the big thing was she did give us feedback on Park Hopper one oh one. She says we need more, and we do. We will get that. Yeah. And we'll do some more feedback. Uh, She has requested a couple of uh, specifically a Spaceship Earth episode she wants to be part of. And she has apparently she has a story about me answering a guest question. She wants to have a genuine reaction because I don't know what she's talking about. She will. She goes, you weren't wrong, but it was definitely not the answer you should have given with an LOL and I'm like, I don't even know what the hell she's talking about. That could so be a I will wait for her things. to guess. Yeah. Well, that doesn't narrow it down with me. I'm sure I said something I should not have. <coughs> so we'll wait for her to guess. And she can tell that story in person, which is what she wants um, to end the email. She says, overall, the show is great. She loves. We have the mentality of you don't have to be hundred percent into something to be a fan of it. That's something that I really, really harp on because I don't like elitist fans in anything. You know. Yeah, and you see the memes all the time, too, right? Like, oh, you like Metallica? Name 20 of their songs right now. Like, son of a bitch, shut up. And and you know
2: what? The thing is, you could be new to the fandom and be a fan, and you're just yes. gathering your knowledge. Like, <clears throat> for instance, you're just now starting to watch Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm pretty sure you're yes. a fan. And you don't know everything because you Definitely. haven't seen everything.
1: Would you like to know where I am right
2: now? Not really. I'll get jealous. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Yeah, because I'm probably past you, right? You're, you're way past me now. Now you have seen more episodes and now I need to catch up.
1: Ah, uh, son of a bitch, Eric. Well, now I can't talk about it with you, so you're done. <laughs> hey, Matt, how's it going, buddy? I'll talk to you instead because at least you've seen it. Forget this guy. I need I need Matt. At least I can start at but the, yeah, the no. dark
2: tournament. I'll just start at the dark uh, dark tournament and <laughs> and work my way forward again.
1: Yeah, because I'm I'm about to finish season three. I'm about to finish the third arc. There's only four seasons, and I'm about to finish the third one. So I'm like I'm like on the eighty something episode of 112. So I'm getting close. What, the, the arc I'm on is good though. I really like it. Got, long, a, it man. had a lot of twists and turns. Well, the Dark Tournament was a, a fighting tournament. It's nothing I really haven't seen in Dragon Ball Z. But, like, this, this one actually got back to the spirit detective stuff and psychics and things like that. And I really like where it's going. So, hurry up and catch up. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. She says, I feel like I have little knowledge and love for many things and do feel ostracized sometimes from the fandoms. And, yeah, that's the thing. That's why... We don't do that. We don't do the elitist fandom thing. You know what? When I hear somebody tell me, they're like, hey, I'm watching Star Wars for the first time ever. My immediate reaction is, oh, this is going to be awesome. Please let me know what you think of it because I want to talk about it. But I see it all the time. Like on Facebook, somebody will be like watching this for the first time. Like, who is it even possible? Somebody, I'm pretty sure that happened to our our friend Jeff Trellowitz. He just watched Dead Poets Society for the first time ever. And somebody was like, I can't believe that like sh- just be excited that he saw the damn movie so we can talk about it now stop with the elitist fan crap that is Let's another what the nerd tables here for great movie dead poet society uh, i haven't watched that in years and him talking about it and watching it makes me sit down and rewatch it again it's so good yeah i don't think i've seen it since i was a child yeah i have a couple of those movies it's like like i remember the goonies was one of- i had seen it when i was young and then Hadn't seen it in forever. And then Dan and I reviewed it on our old movie podcast that we used to do. And that was my first time watching it in like 10 years or so. And I was so happy because <laughs> I got to relive it. Right. Because it had been so long. It had been too long.
2: It's been like I was back. I, I, I want to say I was like in middle school since the last time I saw it.
1: Yeah. Sit down. Rewatch it, dude. It's so good. It's such a great movie. And it's you get that nostalgia feeling coming back too.
2: I do remember watching uh, Dead Poet Society in in high school, and I didn't realize that I was being the class clown. You ever just say things because you're like, just because you're saying things, and you realize Uh that you're accidentally funny or you accidentally became the class clown? Yeah, it was one of those. I watched the Dead Poet Society, and and the English teacher was like, you know, it was an English class. And he had turned it off, and like, what do you think? And I'm just like, why can't you be like that? <laughs> <laughs> and I had the whole fucking class dying. Oh man, that was such an asshole. But I didn't, I didn't mean it to be like that.
1: <laughs> my worst experience being the class clown actually happened in eighth grade, in my English class, and I remember this distinctly. I tried way too hard to be the class clown, and looking back on it, it's like super cringe because that's not really who I was, but I was, I had other friends in the class. I had a little more confident about stuff. And like, I just, I I wanted to be the funny guy and be the popular kid. And like, and I don't know how much of that I was actually being funny and how much of that was people just rolling their eyes at me. And, you know, but I'm just like, whenever I think back to that, I'm like, yeah, that was my one attempt to be And I realized that was not my position.
2: I mean, wasn't it though? But, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, not not. I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. But listen, like, hear me out just for a sec. Like, you were trying to entertain your friends, and you're still right. doing that today. We're like, we're doing this right now. We've just found an outlet for it, and we didn't have an outlet as a kid, so we kind of I mean, just did. That's shit.
1: true. Did I ever tell you about my personality shift from high school to college that I'm like hyper aware of that happened? because I purposely made it happen I was always a pretty quiet shy kid other than like my core group of friends obviously but like as a general thing I was I was never don't never the call on me kid or the raise your hand to participate kid I wanted to be left alone a lot of the times I was shy uh, especially around girls you know like that was that was who I was and when I got out of high school I didn't want to be that guy anymore so when I got into college I like, polar opposited myself i was too annoying and outgoing i was trying to talk to everybody i was always participate like i i was a total opposite thing and i became the party kid because i didn't want to be my high school self anymore and then after a while of that i'm like this sucks i don't want to do this anymore and i f- kind of figured myself out at that point so don't that's what college me. is for to figure yourself out but but that was definitely me i i was like I'm going to college. I'm not going to be the quiet kid anymore. I don't want to be the quiet kid anymore. And now I'm just really loud and obnoxious. And I'm still loud and obnoxious to this day, damn it. But- see,
2: see, you found courage and you fought through it. I never found that courage. What I think what ended up happening to me is I got the old gene. the That old, ah, fuck whatever, what everybody thinks about me. That that gene that old people have, that came over <laughs> me. <laughs> and I was just like, you don't like it? You can kiss my ass. <laughs> and then I can just move on uh, and just be who I am. I think – and that hit me pretty shit. Not until like I got to Epcot. So honestly, when we met is when that started happening. That transformation started happening.
1: That must have been the perfect friendship timing then for us too.
2: Yeah. It was it was hilarious. It was great. I I was so happy that I could be who I was around you.
1: I think that was a big that was like a big moment for me too. Was like having you show up at you know because I was I had just come back to Disney from my Universal stint, so I didn't know anybody yet. Um, I didn't. It was one of those deals where like we made a lot of friends in the CP program there, but you know CPs don't last. So I was looking for like full-time people to bond with and at the time my only options were melissa and nolan who are great people but i wasn't like connecting with them closely like nolan's a great guy but and so is melissa she's so much fun but they're not on the same level as us as just being outright goofballs yeah they're a little more grown up than we are if (laughs) i'm being perfectly honest here they're a little better at adulting than we are and then you showed up and I was just like, that's my new best friend right there. <laughs> <laughs> and oh then shortly god. after you, Paul and Josh showed up. And that was the time of our lives.
2: That was just... I don't know how the stars aligned for the all, all, like, like four of us to be wound up in one spot. Oh my god. Like, because... We that's like... Oh shit, I almost said something. Never mind. But that's like having all infinity stones be in one place you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just, yeah how the
2: fuck does I that know you
1: all, i know what you almost said <laughs> <laughs> we'll like, talk about that at the end of the episode right <laughs> anyway, yeah it was a lot. no of I, I i get it yeah and that was the other thing too is like there was a lot of and and i still kind of get that way with certain things too like I'll, I'll give a perfect example that dan can relate to when i finally started being able to join Xbox live parties again i felt out of place because these guys had already been playing for so long and had a bond going and everything. and i'd been out of the loop for so long they they'd met new people a lot of those people now are in our community brian uh danny etc like guys that we play among us with but like i felt out of that loop with these with these guys and eventually i had to just figure out on my own how to fit in and how to correspond with these guys in my own unique way and be my own person. And I think that's always been a thing is like, and I struggled with that a lot in the, uh, the wrestling locker rooms. When I came back, I came back up North and wanted to do shows again, the, the promotion that I had helped formulate GSW had moved on without me. There were all kinds of people there I didn't know. They'd been working together for years, and I felt out of place. And I was struggling to find a way to just... Like, I wasn't trying to come in and be like, I helped for thing. Like, I just wanted to be part of the show and do whatever they needed. And I needed to find a way to bond with these guys on my own and figure out a place to be buds with them, because I wasn't part of the circle. I'm really still not part of that circle, either. If, I, if I'm being completely honest, like, I'm I still don't feel like I'm part of that circle. So it's just one of those things, right? You have to find your way into the crowd and. But just be yourself and be don't force it. Forcing myself to be the class clown didn't make me any friends. Forcing myself to be a party guy didn't make me a ton of friends. You know, it made me a ton of friends just relaxing and being me. So for all of you young nerds out there, that's the most inspirational thing I'm going to tell you today. I know. Like, I, like just you hear it from
2: everybody, I heard it, and I said ah, it's full of shit. And and now we're giving the same. But
1: it's but it's, the, <laughs> but it's the. But it's the realest <laughs> advice. It's it, the thing, right? Like, yeah. Sometimes getting older puts things in perspective. Yeah,
2: you're gonna like what you like, and uh, f- you know, don't worry about people who don't like you for that reason. If they don't like you because you like something then fuck them. You don't need them anyway.
1: Have you ever gone back? I don't know how long you've been on Facebook for. When I joined Facebook, you had to be in college to have a Facebook. So I've got statuses that date back to 2006. And some of that stuff I wrote was cringe. I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me? Did I really think that was funny at the time? Ah, (laughs) just god damn it what
2: the hell <laughs> Fe- facebook every once in a while was just like hey remember when you said this like 15 years ago And like hey can you please shut the fuck up and delete that <laughs> like i never want to see that again holy crap Are you sure you want to delete this status
1: click <laughs> click 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 oh it's man. like hammering the button just just stop i don't want to see it anymore just stop
2: it's like, maybe I should delete yeah. Facebook and just create a new profile with a new <laughs> email and everything, just so I don't have to look yeah, at those pictures. Yeah, I've,
1: I've strongly considered that before, and the only reason I haven't is because I have some memories I don't want to lose on there. That's the only thing. Yeah, you got that's to do That's the only thing the that's prevented me from doing it, yeah. There are that's some true. things I don't want to lose. I have a friend whose uh, account got hacked, and he lost, like, every picture he had of his mom. I know his mom who passed away. Oh. Yeah, our, yeah, that's – it's that's... rough and I'm still – his account is still there. That's the thing. But he can't get into it because of, the, of what, what the hacker did. Mm-hmm. And that's just – And he can't yeah, contact, I, I contact
2: Facebook or anything?
1: No. Have you ever tried to contact Facebook? No, I've never tried to contact. You know what, Facebook. Eric? Try. Try go right now not right now while we're recording but like just go to facebook and see if you can attempt to contact them and watch what happens because there's no way to do it and i know that's intentional i know that's fucking intentional
2: that's that's fair but that's sad
1: dude oh my god you know what fuck it go to twitter and tweet at mark zuckerberg (laughs) 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 that's what you gotta do damn it oh shit uh, That's the other thing is like now if I want to be opinionated or aggressive about something, I, I just tweet it because I never get my t- my tweets hit. But like Facebook, if I say the wrong thing, I get that stupid ban. So like I don't post any Facebook opinions anymore. I just post fun shit on Facebook. If you want to see me be an asshole and be opinionated, you got to follow me on Twitter at Chris O'Mealy.
2: You know that's the problem with like all these social media sites is that they're governing. Well, like they they kind of have control of what we can say and that. Uh, like we got to be careful of what we say, and and it's not just it's a censorship. And I, you already know how I feel about that. I've already made that point. Yes, like, plain but it's also clear.
1: a privately owned company, and they can do what they want with it. Correct.
2: So I feel like we need to figure out something else. We need to
1: like have our own platform somehow. But then, well. There was a platform that arose last year, and it turned out that they were stealing people's information because they required your social security number and your birthday to sign up. The two things you never give out together. Yeah.
2: Bullshit, really? Who the...
1: Yeah.
0: What company was this? Arler. Oh, man. Or talk with anything that makes you do your social security number. I had a teacher in high school. A teacher in high school was like, the school doesn't even have my social security number, and
1: I work for the school. Yeah. The only time you get my social security <laughs> number is if you are going to be paying me. <laughs> it's, it's, that is the only time you get my social security number. You if you are going to be paying purposes. me. Yes, that's it. Or if I'm buying a car. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, if If you need to run a background check on me so I can have something nice then yes, if it's a legitimate background check. But if, yeah, no. I would never join a social media platform that required my social security number. And if you join a social platform like that and give out your social security number, whatever happens to you at that point is your fault. Good luck
2: also i've had my identity stolen so uh so many times now like not so many times it's only happened Mm -hmm. once but it's it's just out there and it's fucking annoying so i'm gonna give out this piece of information for anybody who is listening to (laughs) me too if you are purchasing a car right and you already know how much you're going to be spending go to your personal bank don't fuck the interest rate right don't (laughs) don't listen to these guys trying to like oh we're gonna get you a better interest rate don't fucking do it do not give them your social security number at the dealership tell them that you'll give them your social right tell you can tell them that just don't do it once you actually have a deal set up but you will not hand over social security until you were alone in the room with the person who's doing the paperwork And then once you get into that room, you tell them, I already have approval from my bank. This is the amount. They're going to do whatever they can to try to let you like give them your social so they can check because they make money. They make money from the sale, obviously, but they also make money for going with certain banks because the banks make money off of your loan, right? So they get a kickback from that. So, if you go to your personal bank, tell them, I want a car for $20,000, they will print you a car, uh, a, ch- a card, they'll print you a check for $20,000, which you can go up to, I think, 110 or 120% of the value of the, the actual car. So, if the car is like $18,000 and you want $20,000, they'll write you that check.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, they do that.
2: So, you just go, make sure you get all the paperwork that says that the total amount is under whatever your check is, and then you can hand them the check. There's no social security involved. You already have the deal. You already know what your payments are going to be like. And they they get that cash. They're going to try to talk you out of it. They're going to tell you, no, this is how we have to do it. That is not how they have to do it. And you can tell them, okay, the deal's off. And then just walk out and go to a dealership that will honor that. Do not hand over your social security number to a fucking dealership.
1: Hey, Eric, that's what you wanted to do on the show. You wanted to give life advice, and now you've done it. Look at that. (laughs) I did it. I did the adult
2: thing. Uh, Hopefully that helps somebody out there. Uh, Because dealing with this fucking identity, like, I, I have to monitor my account daily. Daily. Not weekly, not monthly. Daily. To see if somebody has got a hold of my fucking social security card... Social Security card, social security number, and trying to do stupid shit with it again all the time, and it's annoying as fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: There is. And by the way, if you ever have a document that with your social on it, don't shred it. Burn, Burn it. it. Burn it. Burn it every time. Every time. Burn it.
2: Speaking of which, I gotta check my social security to do that. I haven't done that in a while.
1: Damn it. All right. So to close out the email, it was she apologized. That it was so long, but she's like, next time, I won't wait forever to send in my thoughts. So thank you, Miranda. We we very much appreciate it. We made a whole episode out of your. So we, we appreciated all of your feedback. Plus, it was fun to go back and relive some of the stuff that we did. It's almost like it's almost like a clip show without actually putting clips in. And. She said, we are appreciated. Thank you. And thank, that's what I appreciate about yous. Yeah, because she said even things she doesn't understand, like, or isn't really into, like, Marvel or anime, she has appreciation for and likes to learn about the stuff we talk about. But she did say she is really into Harry. Potter. Of course, we can talk about that forever. We haven't done, like, a straight up Harry Potter episode yet, have we? No, uh, no, I think I think we should. But we it's should.
0: on Peacock. You can watch them all on Peacock. It sure is. So if you want uh, a refresher...
1: Yeah, well, I'll save some of my opinions there for when we get to it. Now, normally we, we we do it on the hour... We're past that, we're past hour 20 now. But we do have an entertainment challenge I'd like to get through for you guys. So, come up with a twist that no one saw coming because it's friggin' ridiculous. So, fake twists and things. The twist... Yeah, what a twist, indeed. Let's see. Let's see what these fake oh. twists are. Our okay. first horribly fake twist. Hold on, hold on. Are you all right?
2: Uh, yep. You just kind of cut out pretty bad on my end. I'm not. Did he cut out on your end, Dan? Yeah, he did. Okay. I just
1: don't exist. It's fine.
2: You're good now. I I just don't know. I don't need to exist.
0: You've been great the entire show until it's time for us to actually pay attention to every single (laughs) one.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So (laughs) our first our first twist comes from Brian Leon. In Red Dead Redemption, instead of John being betrayed by Agent Ross and being gunned down, have John surprise ambush Ross in his home while he is eating dinner. Shoot him in the dick and drown him in his wife's stew. Damn. Well, that would have made for a much more interesting ending. <laughs> Jesus.
2: I mean, I I definitely wouldn't have saw that coming.
1: Nope. I will. I'll give that a point.
2: <laughs> yeah. Same.
1: Yeah. Sure. There you go. All right.
2: Like I, I typically have a rule to not give out points to people who shoot people in the dick, but Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did a whole they did a whole South Park episode about shooting in the dick. We got to get Dan to do a South Park watch. First, first viewing. Oh, that's Seen right. a couple episodes and the movie. Well, you have access to HBO Max. Unfortunately, you don't have access to every episode. You'll have to look up the ones that have been cut and find them on the internet. But they're not hard to find, so. So, all right, this this one, this twist, is from Hannah. It's Titanic, but at the last second, the ship just narrowly missed the iceberg, completely landing the ship to successfully, or completely leading the ship to successfully make it to its destination in one piece. What a twist!
0: I mean, would've, that would be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I sat through two hours of that shit for that last hour.
2: Uh, three. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the, like, only what parts the, fuck? Of, the only parts of that movie I liked are the parts when the ship's going like, down. because okay, that's I when sat through
0: two hours of a stupid love story <coughs> because I knew shit was going down and you're going to cut the part where the guy falls off and he hits his head on the propeller and it makes a clankety-clank sound and it's hilarious?
2: I know, right? I mean, I that movie came that. out when I was a kid, right? <laughs> so the only redeeming like factor to that movie, had I actually still seen it as a kid, would have been like, well, at least there was a cool
1: sex drawing scene. <laughs> <laughs> that would have no, been I it. Saw
2: it. With three hours for that? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs>
1: I saw Titanic in the theater with my parents the same day I saw Scream for the first time. And Scream was still the second worst horror movie I saw that day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I probably told Chris this story, but I am not to sit on the show. When my family went and saw Titanic in the theater, behind me, directly, directly behind me, was a large black woman. Who did everything you expected a large black woman to do in that last hour of that movie.
2: Being completely excited that a whole bunch of white people drowned. Like, oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, my! like st- total stereotype to a T. It was hilarious. It made the last hour even better.
1: Oh, do you know my Spider-Man 2 story about the, uh, the black guy in the theater? So you know, at the end of Spider-Man Two, when when M- MJ finds Peter Parker and they're talking, and she's like, "No, I, I I want to try to make this work." You know that whole ending scene where she runs <clears> away <throat> from her own wedding. You hear this guy in the theater during one of the quiet parts just go, "Spidey's gonna get him some pussy," <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in the theater lost their shit. <laughs> Everybody at the theater.
0: Sometimes feeding into stereotypes is the best thing that could happen. In oh God! I,
1: I, I remember I was crying, laughing at that. Deep down
2: inside, even though we're out of high school, we're all just high schoolers waiting for the class clown to make a funny joke.
1: Ye, yeah, deep down, indeed. So, what's what's your opinion on this Titanic twist? I give it a point because fuck that twist. <laughs>
2: That's, a, That's I mean I it's mean, a terrible it twist. Un- it's a terrible twist. It 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 would have completely ruined the movie.
0: <laughs> but it would also be one
1: hell of a twist at fucking Titanic. Just like uh, What about the, the best twist ever in Rick and Morty when the Titanic doesn't hit the iceberg?
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: I mean, I'll the ship's give it a point. not
0: going to sink.
1: All right. It gives a point. It is Okie dokie <clears throat> from our friend, Matt Hardman. Race Nerd podcast host. After fixing the timeline and back to the future, Marty returns to 1985 only to find out a bigger issue than Biff. George lets Marty know a family secret. His real father is Calvin Klein. Oh, Wow. So he was wearing his underwear? That's the power of love.
2: No, that means he fucked his mom. (laughs) 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 I don't know how that would work. That'd be, uh, that's so
1: wrong. That horrible twist. I give it a point. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. Concur? Gross. (laughs) All right. Got that one together. (laughs) From head of the Bidgecast clan. Jay Winga. In the sixth sense, it turns out Cole actually can't see dead people. He just has schizophrenia.
2: Yo, I love that point. That's fucked up, but point.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That's hysterical. That's a point from me. Oh, yeah, that's a point. You know, that's another thing. That's this is a good thing, right? Like when the Sixth Sense came out, it was a big twist, right? That he was dead the whole time. And then, like, it's that, that the wait, what the twist spread. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the <laughs> twist, well, the twist spread like wildfire. What the boy like, was dead the whole time? What? <laughs> that's everything you know about that movie, right? Is the twist, right? Does knowing a big twist like that actually ruin your want to see the movie? Or you know, Because I didn't
0: see it until I already know the twist. And I knew to look for the red items and everything.
1: Yeah, sometimes knowing the twist doesn't ruin the experience. It actually could. And I think that's an example. Because I only saw that movie after knowing the twist. And I, I actually ended up liking it as a result. See, I saw it
2: before I knew the twist. Uh, but I, I will say that if I didn't know the twist... The movie was still super fucking enjoyable. I think the only thing that would have been actually ruined was the twist at the end. But the, the rest of the movie was great.
1: This is where Shyamalan should have stopped. And then he made The Last Airbender. Yeah, I'm just like,
2: dude, not everything needs to be a twist. The Last Airbender, the whole fucking movie, was a twist. I thought I was going to see something good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I know we don't talk badly about fandoms but fuck that movie.
1: <laughs> no, that's fair. That's a universally <laughs> re- <laughs> repulsive like re- it's universally repulsive to everyone. I don't know anybody who likes that movie. That's it's like one of those things, right? Like I know people who enjoy watching The Room because it's so bad it's fun. I don't know one person who likes watching The Last Air. Not one. If you're out there, you're listening to the show, let me know who you are. So we can unfriend (laughs) you.
2: No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) All right. uh, Patron Randy Moyer. At the ending of Final Fantasy VII, after killing Sephiroth, Ares, who somehow survived underwater after she was thought to have been killed, emerges from her watery tomb, eviscerates Cloud and the others, and ascends to the sky with Sephiroth, watching Meteor completely destroy the Earth. Wow. So <laughs> would have
0: kind of ruled. She's just like,
2: you know the what? End. Sephiroth was right. Fuck this planet.
0: <laughs> what they did to her, did to his mother. I
1: like it. Yeah, that's the point. Points Point for me. Okie So I, I streamed the, uh, the Smash Brothers Ultimate tournament of females, which was run, won by Pyra from, I believe that Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, a friggin' Jigglypuff was kicking some ass in that tournament. And then I was just doing a couple of eight way battle just for fun. Like I did a Mario character battle royal that Peach won, which I thought was hysterical. And I was like, I'm going to throw in all the, all the, the DLCs from all these other f- win. So it was like Banjo and Kazooie and minmin Min from Arms. And and I'm like, and one of the newest DLCs was Sephiroth. And I'm like, well, I'm throwing him into this. Guess who destroyed everyone in that battle? Mm-hmm. Was it Sephiroth?
0: Sephiroth.
1: Yes. And it's the, the, the requirement was everybody had 500 HP, but you could still get your ring out lost because Terry from Fatal Fury went out first because Terry got ring out. But Sephiroth not only won, but with the final defeat, he still had like over 200 hit points left. <laughs> so it's that range, forget it. bro.
2: That range. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a ridiculous character in that game. I had Minecraft Steve in there and everything. Nope. Sephiroth won the day. And I did I did the Pokemon Battle Royal. I wanted it. It was Pikachu, Pichu, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, Incineroar Ninja, Lucario. And the Pokemon Trainer, so the Squirtle, Ivysaur, Charizard. You know who won? Who? Jigglypuff.
2: Let me guess. Jigglypuff won the day. Yeah.
1: Jigglypuff won the fucking day. Don't. Don't fuck with the puff. All right. We have two more. Is
0: is Kirby a uh, Pokemon? He's just a ditto, right? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he, well, I said
1: he's a weird ditto. Holy Kirby's shit. Kirby's a Pokemon and Yoshi's a Pokemon because Yoshi said.
2: Yeah, Yoshi just says his name. <laughs> that's
1: that's all it takes. Unless to be a you're
2: watching,
0: unless you're watching <laughs> Super Mario that, World.
2: That also means Mario is a Pokemon because all he says is it's a me, Mario.
0: <laughs> and you are play a
1: Nintendo 64. Hey, nice you're player. pretty good. See you next time.
2: He's just a very so, advanced Pokemon like uh, Meowth who can talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so from. Uh, ranking tracks and real paranormal talk podcast host, published author Jeff Trelowitz. At the end of Iron Man, after Tony Stark says the iconic line, I am Iron Man. He walks away and then returns back to the podium. Just kidding, motherfuckers.
0: And then what song plays instead?
2: Uh, Barbie girl. (laughs) (laughs) Son
1: of a bitch. Let's go party. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Come on, Tony. Let's go party. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, that would be a terrible twist. I would not see that coming. So, point.
0: We're supposed to believe it was a bodyguard right it was automation man
2: yeah i mean automation's huge now i'll probably get away with it
1: remember in the first iron man movie when roadie's like next time baby and then next time never came because he got recast (laughs) yeah because he wanted equal money and equal billing
0: (laughs) and we're like bitch please i know you won an oscar but like okay
2: he's a good actor but he's not the main character he's not
1: he's not iron man and he's yeah. not the number two either. <laughs> this is a rule you ha- that we had to incorporate with uh, with wrestling training. Like with, you know, just because you're not the main event doesn't mean you're not part of the show, right? Like that is that has to be a thing in movies. And I, I can see that being an eccentric thing. But like whatever your role is in the movie, you need to perform that role to your best ability. Whatever your role is in the play, whatever your role is on that TV show, you have to play – That role to the best of your ability or or f you right like right
2: and then like and i know for like these actors uh, and whatnot they're part of a union or whatever and they're they're, like they get a percentage they don't deal with money anymore they they don't deal with bills they deal in percentages which is god i wish i could have that much fucking power
1: only a sith deals in absolutes damn it
2: yeah they, so, they, they literally will go, okay, fine. I want, let's say, 50%, which is ridiculously high. But, like, um, what's his name? Just did it. Uh, Holyfield? Holyfield? When it was him versus Logan Paul or whatever? That boxing no, match? Yeah, you're thinking of Mayweather. Or Mayweather. was it Mayweather?
1: Mayweather. Yeah, that's Mayweather. Holyfield's feels like
2: 70 right now. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm not big on boxing. I don't know who he was fighting. I know... Boxing, I was boxing the- sucks
1: unless it's Rocky, so...
2: <laughs> I know he got a $10 million flat plus 50% of the revenue goes to him.
1: Yes. Logan per- Paul got like 200000
2: 200000
1: plus 10%. 10% of the gate, yeah.
2: So that was 5 mil for him.
1: And then yeah it, it was yeah it only made well they paid Mayweather total, right so they made they paid Mayweather 50 million to do the Wrestlemania big show I mean that's he's a money guy yeah
2: but the same thing with these actors it's the same thing with these actors like you have these like super celebrities right because like uh, Robert Downey Jr. is one of these celebrities you, you he can't go anywhere without being recognized period right correct um he when you're that
1: make, level of famous.
2: When you're that level of famous, they're going to pay a pretty penny. And no, like, I'm not saying anything bad about... Oh, crap, I forgot his name. Um, The first...
0: Terrence Howard. What's his name? Terrence Howard.
2: Okay. I thought it was something else. But
0: yeah, him. <laughs> the first roadie? The first roadie, yeah. 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 Howard.
2: Okay, so, like, he's recognizable, right? But, like... I don't think he's as recognizable as Robert Downey Jr. Or as, uh, like, George Clooney, right? There he, are some celebrities.
1: You see them, you're going to know it's them immediately
2: yeah. the second you see them. And, and he's one of them, but he's not, like, super famous. He's like Patton Oswalt. I'll recognize Patton Oswalt. But, like, how many people are going to recognize Patton Oswalt? Like, he's not on sure. everybody's top tier. He's on our top tier cuz he's super fucking nerdy.
1: Awesome. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like, you know, being a being a fan of something that the the cast isn't like if um oh god, I'm I'm trying to remember it's Jared or the the actor who plays Wayne on Letterkenny, Dan. Do you remember his yeah. name? Jared Kesso, Kiso? Kesso. Kesso yeah. Jared Kesso, yeah. I would recognize him in public immediately. But unless you watch Letterkenny, you're not going to recognize him, especially when he's not playing the role because he'll he'll grow out a full size beard and everything. So he can probably pass through. That's yeah. what I'm jealous of video game, or like video game voiceover people, right? Voice like, actors. Oh, yeah. Like voice actors and for anything, because damn, <laughs> just yeah, just walk through public. And just, <laughs> as long as you don't talk. <laughs> right. And she's like, wait,
2: did I just hear Laura Bailey? Kid
0: Trunks? Is that you? <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. to be a man you must have honor. Honor and a penis. <laughs> yeah.
1: Alright, so I'm gonna give Jeff a point for just sparking this you? conversation. What was this? <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> motherfuckers.
0: Oh yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That sounds more like a uh, robot chicken sketch.
0: Yeah. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party.
1: Are we in agreement then? Dude, what a twist is a robot chicken sketch! (laughs) (laughs) It is. Sure is. What's What's a twist? twist? All right. The last entry comes from Miranda. (laughs) The Fast and the Furious. Dom trusts Vince that Brian is a cop and bans him from the restaurant and body shop. Yeah, why don't we just throw out our entire character development?
2: That's that's funny and fucked up because <laughs> there'd be no like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, no. <laughs> oh,
1: that's it. it
2: goes. Sorry about the background noise. That's just a jet flying over my building.
1: Oh, okay. Did not going to have fun trying to edit him? that
2: out. You know what? Fuck it. I'm keeping it in. Oh, no, I'm no, next to fine. a private airport. It's just uh, every like yesterday and today for whatever reason there's jets like coming in and out. I'm not like fighter jets or anything like that. I just privately owned jets for these companies.
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> hey, you want to hear? Uh, I'll, let's let's finish this up and then I'll tell you a funny story. A, a, a funny did not recognize that person story. That happened to a friend of ours. All right. All right. So I'm going to give that a point. Yep. I believe Eric concurred. And then Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everybody got three points, but we didn't earmark anything. Who do we want to give the bonus to? Who gets your bonus?
2: Calvin Klein, man. I'm good. Back okay. Back to the Future Reference. Yeah, that
1: one's the most fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'll go with that, but I'm giving my bonus to The Sixth cents. because I thought that was really fun. So Matt Hardman will get five points. Jay Winger will get four. Everybody else get three. Good job. And I did a full point tally for everybody and posted it in the. Your top five right now are Hannah in place. Jay Winger in fourth. Jeff is in third. Matt Hardman's in second. And Brian is in first. Oh, shit. Man, Kibbus, He just joined us on an episode of Chris Rank's The Universe. You know, that's,
2: that's kind of sus if you ask me, but it's okay.
1: Oh, there, we, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I can't get anybody to play anymore, so. and This is just going to become a real life thing now. Brian is. All right, so real quick. Uh, yeah, Eric, if you saw pro wrestler Zack Ryder walking down the street, would you recognize him? The answer is no. You know, I don't I don't even know who that is. Neither did our good friend Heather, who worked at the Think Geek store and took one of those brag pictures where they post them on their social media. Where it's like, this guy bought this and she's like, everything was blowing up because he's a famous pro wrestler and I don't. Oh, God. And I got a (laughs) kick out of that. and I'm like, that's Zack Ryder. She's like, I don't know who that is. But yet. She knows who Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are because they would come into this all the time and she became friends with them. And if I saw them, I'd mark out, but Eric would be like, Eric, just walked past him.
2: <laughs> Rest in peace, Think Geek. Rest in peace.
1: Well, uh, yeah, really. Well, uh, Kevin Owens, another pro wrestler, just wrote Safari. Our friend Randy, who works at Kilimanjaro Safaris, of course, recognized him, but didn't interact with him because he's a keep to himself guy. He doesn't like to be. Interacted with.
2: Ah, uh, that
0: sucks. Uh, you know, uh, was probably there actually, with his
1: full-on family. Yes, he was.
2: <laughs> I don't want to mention his last name, but we used to work with him at two different locations. I believe you. We used to work with Mike at Safaris, and I worked with Mike at Rock and Roller Coaster. I wonder if he's still there.
1: Mm. I mean, not a rock and roller coaster. I've worked with several mics, but um,
2: he was um, film guy. I I don't I don't want to
1: give the description. He was at my wedding, dude. He was filming my wedding. Yeah, is he still at Safaris? Of course he is. Do you know what he did for us when we went down in 2019? He no. got us a private safari. Get the on the question. big truck. Really? Yeah, the one that the one that takes like an hour and it stops and they give you they talk about the animals. Yeah, he hooked us up. Mike's my boy. Damn, man. must be nice. Mike's my boy. You could say his last name. His his He's okay. His uh, his, his, I just didn't know his gimmick name is Mike his is Ruckus. Yeah, he loves okay. that. Alright, yeah. He loves the attention. He's a film guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. I know, man. Like say, we I would talk out. to him about like making movies for like hours when i used to work at rock and roller coaster and we were waiting oh, that's
1: the work. only thing we would ever talk about yeah it's the only so, thing we'd ever talk about i participated in a bunch of his projects too i miss that I'm you know we should we should stuff. do something
2: really we, do. We, we need to like find something either do some voiceover stuff find like a fandom or whatever like uh do, these do, you, know do? Reads, do you know what i want to do
1: do you know what i want to do porn oh yeah Yes, to yes to all. But, no, I wanted to t- I wanted to do a live of all my friends are dead. The, the children's book that's not a children's book at all about the dinosaur. That's got the little dinosaur on the cover. It just says all my friends are, dead. and then there's a bunch of. Ju- it's a really fucked up little book, but it's so funny. And I was just like, all I need to do is just get a bunch of people to record a quick line. And then I can edit that together into a film actually showing like the thing, right? Like the pages of the book and turn that into a thing. Well, let's do it. We could all do that. We could all do that. Yeah. Now I wanna do voiceover stuff. I really I like this stuff. But well, my big thing is I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a Facebook page for my gaming for my individual gaming stuff and post stuff on it, and then put memes and stuff on there and talk about games and stuff, because that's the only way to really move forward with that, so. Yes. All right, so, uh, real quick, because we are running Mm -hmm. late on time, and I know we do want to touch on Loki a little bit, unless we do want to save that for next week, so people have a chance to watch it. But We should probably
2: save it for next week, but it's whatever. All
1: right, two quick news stories that I came across that I wanted to touch on in Geekdom. Number one, I have not played Cuphead. But they are... It's getting a show on Netflix. Did you know about this?
2: I did not know about the I think show.
1: I saw something about it.
2: And I... From what I understand, Cuphead is one of the the hardest fucking side-scrollers to come out in a long time.
0: Yes. Yeah. Now, its aesthetic I, is that it's a 1920s cartoon, so it makes sense that they would do, like, old-school Mickey Mouse stuff with it. Yeah.
1: And the... Uh, it's like a really, really quick trailer, but it was really funny. Just look it up when you get a chance to. It's really quick and it looks it looks good. I'm intrigued. Now, here's the thing about Cuphead. I want to play it, and of course, you know, people are like, you don't want to play Dark Souls because you say that's hard. Like Dark Souls doesn't intrigue me. I played the Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures, the hardest games I've ever played in my life, and it's supposed to be. That's the gimmick of it, and I never beat it because I I just could not beat the final boss. But I had fun with it because it's side-scrollers, even difficult ones that have pattern, can be beaten if you're patient enough. So I want to give Cuphead a try. Very much so. I want to try it. So I I will try that. I will watch that. And now this is going to be more up your alley, Eric. Dan isn't going to care too much about this, but you're going to lose your shit. We haven't gotten the official announcement yet. But the person who leaked that Skyward Sword was getting remastered has the uh, another scoop and it says it will make sense. There we are going to be getting remaster re-releases of Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on the Switch.
2: Yes, please. (laughs) Yes, dude. You have no idea. I'll buy a Switch Pro for that. Uh Uh-huh. I will buy a Switch Pro for that. Hook it up to my four. Are you going to get the Switch
1: Pro? Because I think I'm going to get the Switch Pro.
2: Yeah, there's no reason for me not to. To be perfectly honest, I love my Switch Lite, and I'll probably still that'll probably still be my daily driver. But as far as like big titles like that, I consider those big titles. By the way, uh, big titles like mm-hmm. that, I want to play that on a big screen.
1: As It'd long nice. as I can transfer all my downloaded game data over there, like Animal Crossing and Fighter Z, the stuff that I physically cartridges for i'll have no problem with that as long as i don't have to start over on anything you should be
2: fine and then the 4k output for the switch pro apparently is going to be pretty awesome so
1: uh,
2: (laughs) and then i finally get to play some of the zelda games that i didn't get to play because they were only on the wii u or my wii broke (laughs) so sad times but now i finally get to play all the zelda games so that's going to be mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. I actually have something I mean, for Dan.
0: Uh, have you that. ever played Bloodstain Ritual of the Night? I have not, but I know about it, yes. It's, it was made by Symphony of Night, people. Yes, dude,
2: it's really good. I just beat it. I've been playing it the last couple of days, and I beat it within, like, four
0: days. Just like two, I think they have
1: two games in the series, right? They have one. That's I can't the eight, beat I the first boss. One. I can't beat the first boss. It kicks my ass every time. Are you playing Bloodstained? I have to, like, seriously level up. Yeah. I have to hardcore level up in that game. That freaking pirate ship, dude. I haven't gotten off the pirate ship yet. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah, I, I was getting my ass kicked by the boss. And I'm like, fuck, I need to. And I, I that I was in that weird gamer state when I got that game where, like, I didn't have the patience to turn around and level up. And now I realize I need to. Yeah, I I was just like, I'll do it later.
2: Hold on. Let me see when I bought the game, because I actually have it here. I bought it back in... It says two years ago, but for whatever reason, it says 20... Yeah, no, I bought it on release day. So I got it on June 17th, 2019. And I decided, eh, you know what? I'll pick it up. So four days ago, I I actually started playing it, and I binged it. Within four days... I put in thirty-seven hours to what? Damn! <laughs> when son. I say I fucking binged it, I mean I binged it, and I, I, I yeah, it's so good. It's so good. You steal. I mean, it was fun. Powers, I was loving it. You get unique yeah. weapons. You can. There's a crafting system involved. Uh, there's familiars. There's a whole bunch of shit. The twist is really good. Yeah, I no, I, I just thing. know that we were talking about Symphony of the other Night, and I figured you would love it. And the soundtrack's pretty good too. It's no Symphony of the Night, right? Nothing's gonna beat that, but it's up there. It's pretty good.
1: My Raspberry Pi does PlayStation One games, so I think I need to get a copy. of Yes, I highly recommend. Ten-hine
0: you got ten. it because when they started re-releasing it, they did that re-release for like PS3 and Xbox 360, but they did. The weird thing, because for a long time, Microsoft wanted uh, downloadable games to be able to fit on the memory card in case you didn't have a hard drive. So they had to strip out all the cutscenes and like half the music. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's not worth it then. No, I want to play the authentic.
0: You want so you want like a version that came out later than that? Yes. Or Or the the PSP.
2: Yeah, you want the original to be to be honest, but at least the, at least the PSP if you can't get that.
0: I mean, um, really, you want? I think I think the I PC have a Engine PSP.
1: PC Engine version. I mean, if I can play it on my PC, I'll. I can do that. Yeah, there was, Steam have it.
0: I don't know. That's a good you can get question. it in the. There's a Castlevania collection. There's a couple Castlevania collections on PlayStation now. You can get it. Um. One has that in Rondo of Blood, which is what the opening is based upon. in Final Yes. Night. And then there's also like the, um, the one that I think it was called the Anniversary Collection, which is like all the other Castlevania games, including Kid Dracula for freaking original Game Boy Let's is see. on there.
2: Castlevania Collection for Steam has Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Castlevania 3... Uh, does not have symphony of the night has everything but symphony of the night really of course it does but I do have hollow knights and I plan on playing that next because I'm in the like metroidvania style game right now that's my mood
1: yeah when you get into that mode that's definitely the uh, heck yeah you <laughs> so. get you get the, the obsession going right because like I've been playing, I'm playing through Link to the Past, and I'm watching Dan play Pokemon, and I'm just like, well, shit, I really want to play Pokemon now. I'm like, well, fuck, I want to replay Super Mario RPG. That makes me want to play Chrono Trigger, which makes me want to play Final Fantasy VI, which makes me want to play Earthbound, and I'm just like, well, fuck, where does it end?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you just get on one of those kicks, and now I'm just picking games that I know I haven't beat, that I have in my collection. There's like... Whew, I don't know. I want to say 80% of the games that I own, I have not beaten. <laughs> yep. And then out of the 80%, another 80% of the game I actually want, or 80% of those games I actually want to play. Because <laughs> there's some games in there that is just pretty bad. And again, I apologize and- for the jets flying over, if you can hear that.
1: Because you're leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> Ah uh, yeah, I don't apologize for it, dude. You know how many times we've done shows where, uh, where Dan's done shows in the past where the lawnmower was going outside and like my right. cats have screamed on the microphone multiple times directly into the microphone. oh yeah that- yeah directly into the microphone. The one time the show came to a halt,
2: but that's cute. Cats meowing into the microphone. That's cute. Fucking jet No, plane it was is more of a disturbing. and now
0: the sound and now the music of my people. <laughs> and it's like that part of what was that stupid meme song from a couple years ago where the cowboy shows up in the clouds and he just screams. Oh yeah.
1: Damn, dude. Uh I All right. you uh Y'all have any news before we wrap up this show that you want to talk about?
2: Um, I did not get the job that I interviewed for. And there's no, another man. jet coming. It's
0: Jesus, man. <laughs> it's a private airstrip. So, holy crap. That's a lot of stuff going on. It's it's called Willow Run
2: Airport. Um, and it's not private. It's just a small... It's meant for businesses, right? So it's not like a uh, international airport or anything. Even though I'm pretty close to that, but even, that's that's pretty far. E. Like the airplanes that do fly overhead from that airport, they don't actually make too much noise by the time they get to like where we're at. But this fucking runway over here, I might as well just be on the base or, or on the on the runway. Like it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> no, where like uh, uh, where my family is from, like originally, like a few generations ago. It's right by the airport in Syracuse. Like it's one of those things where it happens so often you don't hear it anymore.
2: Yeah. Because oh, yeah.
0: every every plane goes down or above you the whole day.
2: Well, that's the thing. This this airport is so quiet most of the year. And it's just it's been super active the last two or three days.
0: You know why? It's summertime, baby. I guess. That's
1: reopening.
2: Um, no, but I, I don't have anything. I thought I like I did really well on this last interview. Didn't get it and now. Uh, now I'm continuing to look, but I'm not sure. I actually, I mean, I kind of I do want to leave. I, I want to get into an IPT position, but at the same time, like, fuck these people. They're all like pretentious assholes.
1: <laughs> well, maybe in another year or so, we'll have something better. For them yeah, that we've we've talked about. Right, so. that'd be amazing. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see where this is going. So here's the deal, guys. If you guys would like to send us an email with uh, feedback and give us a bunch of discussion topics, uh, go to ameliepodcasts at com. That is the easiest way to contact me because that is the email that I use for all of the shows to come in that I publish to CKCC Radio. Check that email at least once a day. Uh, sometimes, if I if I am forgetting, somebody will remind me that they sent me a show or whatever. But I'm, I'm pretty frequently checking this email. So you can send anything to me. Um, anything you want me to read on the show. Anything you want us to discuss. If you want to submit something to have Dan and Eric react genuinely to it, you can send it to me. And if you have something you want me to react genuinely to on the show, you can always email one of them. Eric, do you have an email people can reach you?
2: Uh, honestly it's probably better if they reach you than it is for me because the email that i had for the sick minds of matt and eric which is basically sick of matt and eric at gmail.com um it's not letting me sign in for whatever fucking reason and oh, contacting awesome. google is apparently just as difficult as contacting facebook so
1: <laughs> you don't yeah you got don't. a problem that sucks I'm having an issue with your services. Okay,
0: well, that's what would you nice. like me to do?
1: If you got a Google issue, here's a Google tissue. <laughs> Google, yeah, <laughs> Google yourself a tissue, bitch.
0: There's an
2: app for that. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, let us know what kind of stuff you want us to talk about in the future. And episode forty-three, episode fifty, we're gonna do that one. Live. We know the exact date and time. We will let you guys know and you'll be able to spend an entire hour block and we'll put that I'll use my restream and put that out on all platforms so you can watch us on YouTube in the Facebook group or even on Twitch. Please check out all of our Twitch stuff twitch.tv slash ckcconline to see us stream all kinds of video games. Follow us on YouTube Club k Creative Community on YouTube. Follow the channel I've got I've had a couple of ideas for some YouTube content, and I'm going to reveal this on the show as a closing thing here. Who out there would like to do a game show for our YouTube channel with us? I found a Jeopardy template. We can make nerd style Jeopardy games and we can have you guys compete against each other.
2: Oh, that's what you were trying to tell me. Dude, yeah, I, I was just like, what is he talking about in the messages? And just like maybe I'm just like super tired, and I'm not reading this well.
1: <laughs> I'm just like I, I said, before, Jeopardy. What the hell did you think that meant? That's what I was confused it, it, it about. You're, you, no, Jeopardy, the game show. Not your life is in. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's hard <laughs> to tell sometimes.
1: <laughs> Why would I put your life in jeopardy? We're not on Robos anymore, Eric. Well, I. You know, we still have that close relationship. I don't know if
2: I need to be worried about something.
1: (laughs) We're several states away. I can't mess with you that hard. (laughs) Not that good at this, damn it. Actually, Miranda would have a better time messing with you. She's way close.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) Illinois is just fucking, what, four-hour trip?
1: Is it that far? Is it that far?
2: Not even. Hold on. It's Three hours to Grand Rapids and then no, it's about four hours. Yeah. Four hours to Chicago. Mm.
1: You know why? Because you have to go around the lakes. That's why. Yeah. yeah. That's what increases the drive. Like getting to Eric is about I've looked it up. It's almost like a 10 hour drive for me to get to you. And that's only because I have to around the friggin' lakes to get so to Michigan
0: you. Michigan almost wants to be a freaking it's all all of it be a Island in the middle of the Great Lakes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> we're here in the Great Lakes, so we're going to surround ourselves by the Great Lakes. Good luck getting to us fuckers. <laughs>
1: Why don't you guys just give the top portion of Wisconsin? We tried. Yeah, what's up with the Upers, dude?
2: We don't We don't <laughs> want that part. Like, if you look at people who talk about, like, Michigan, they're like, oh, I, I'm in this part of the glove. Well, what if you're not in that part of the glove? Well, you're not really in Michigan, so.
1: Is that where Kid Rock was from? That, that part? Uh, I don't DC? know. I
2: think he's from Detroit, isn't he?
0: Just because you're Detroit doesn't mean you're actually from Detroit, bro. That's true. Yeah.
2: That, yeah. Oh my god! I gotta tell you about this experience that I had. I can't tell. I can't say the address, but I can't say the general area that I was. It's called Clinton Township, um, and I went to this house, if we can call it a house. It was a mansion. It had four garages. Because now, I, keep in mind, I work. On commercial equipment not residential equipment commercial equipment this guy had a like movie sti- a, a, a movie theater style icy machine in his garage and i walked in there he had a dodge demon he had a brand new camaro he had a Lamborghini and the fourth car. I can't remember what it was. Um, Because honestly, it was like by the time I got to it, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? I think it was like a, a Viper. Um, And that was just in garage Easy. one. That was just in garage <sniffs> one. That's the and one that M-M's was attached name? to his house. I'm pretty sure. I felt like I was in Eminem's house, bro. Like, I'm not 100% sure where he lived. But I'm pretty sure it was there. <laughs> no, like it. This guy had money. I had to get buzzed in to get into the neighborhood, and not, not a community, just a little uh, like an actual neighborhood. They had different entrances and e- exits and whatnot. That's not like a gated. Like it's really hard to to describe it because it sounds like I'm just describing a gated community, but it's it. It's so much more. You would drive no, up to the that. to the front of this house, and there was an actual dancing uh, fountain. Wow, that sounds like a fighter jet.
1: I'm pretty sure that was a fighter <laughs> jet. <laughs> that's the wow. dude's. That's the, that's the dude's private jet right there. That, yeah, that he just took off from his landing strip in his backyard.
2: Jesus. Um, i guess we need to find a better time to record these if we want to avoid that this is gonna be it's gonna suck if i ever try to do voice acting anyway um but this guy like had dancing a a dancing fountain in his driveway which did a roundabout around that dancing fountain before you even made it to the house or garages um
1: what's the security like in that place
2: it, I don't know, but I was afraid to do anything. I was afraid I was to gonna just say look this. at the cars, dude. Like, the cars were amazing.
1: He's uh, probably got, like, a private – he's probably got, like, motion sensors and stuff that, like, you, you even go over to look at the car and a gun just pops out from the ground. I Laser I never, focused
2: on you. I never even got a chance to meet the guy. I, was, I only talked to the help. I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody else. I can only talk to the help.
1: Did did, did the mailbox say the word Mathers
2: on
1: it? uh, Actually, it sounds more like a football player or a basketball player. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
2: you know, it it could be. But like, Jesus, I want to be that level of rich (laughs) where I could just hire help. But apparently um, the guy that I was talking to who showed me where the machine was, he's like, yeah, um, once a week I drive these cars to just, you know get the old gas out and put new gas in if he ever wants to just drive around in them. So like,
1: also you know the, what? Also to keep the batteries working, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I got a hot take for you here. I don't care how rich I am, I'm never buying a luxury car. If I'm buying a car, I'm buying it to drive it. I'm never gonna have a car sit there. I think that is if you're a car guy, that's cool. And that's your thing. That will never ever be me. What I'm never the best
0: advice for, for young people who make a lot of money I heard is uh, uh, this old NFL coach. And he, he deals with guys that grew up destitute. And all of a sudden, they're making millions of dollars in football. And he tells them, yeah, you want to get some nice cars, but guess what? How many cars can you drive at once?
1: Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. I would have... I would actually probably max out at three. One, one for... One for me, one for my wife, and then the uh the four wheel drive car for the winter.
2: Yep. I was thinking the same thing.
1: I would be and that would be it. I would not have I would not get a four car. Just I just wouldn't. A winter. And of course car, if I had like I if I had like get, a kid or something, get. then that'd be different. But yeah. Yeah, like I said, I don't you know, well we we had this conversation about how you would spend ten mil, right? And mm-hmm. the money to be happy. We had that conversation. So yeah. like It would make me happy. A theater room with tons and tons of access to movies and video. That would make me happy. I wouldn't need a friggin' car. I would still drive a Toyota Corolla. I love that car. But oh, that nice. would make me happy. That would make me happy. Oh, so, uh, yeah. There we go. All right. That's a,
2: yeah, it's a, fun
1: way to, this is a fun way to wrap up the show. Write to us. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell, and, uh... Next week, we're going to do a Q and A. This is going to this is how the Q and A is going to work, just like the Entertainment Challenge. I'm going to post the topic for that week's questions, and then everybody will get a chance to ask us one question pertaining to that topic. And then what I want the other group members to do is to answer persons' questions in the comments. So here's an example. Let's say I post this week you. It's a broad thing on movies. And that, that'll be the topic, right? So ask us any question you want pertaining to movies. Then somebody writes in be like, okay, well, what is everyone's all-time favorite movie? The three of us will answer that on the podcast, but the other group members can reply to that comment and tell they're all. And I will then read some of those on the show. That's going to be our new interactive segment starting next week. And there will be a question cap based on time. And how long it takes us to answer questions. So we may not answer your question on the show. So you want to ask questions that are going to spark interesting conversations. But if your question is dumb or wouldn't be that interesting, there's a chance it may not get asked. Get good questions and get in early. Exactly. Exactly. So, we and, also you have know, our the
0: top th- 10 challenges. The challenges well, that's the thing, that, right? Like, um, if,
1: if, if there's 25 questions being asked, we're not answering all of those. I might have to... We might have to push some of them back to another episode or have you guys ask them in the future. So I will filter through that, but that will be next week, and I will take topic requests if you think it'll make the show interesting, because I'm going to try to do a different topic every week. So... Yeah, we'll probably do something broad for the very first one just to see how that goes. And then we'll, uh, we'll do specific. Cause it could be something super specific. Like for this week's topic, we're going to discuss actresses we have crushes on. And then you can ask us questions about our crushes. Who are they? Scarlet Johansson. Who is this one?
2: Oh, wait, that was
1: hypothetical. <laughs> Who are they? We don't have enough time in one episode. There you go. All right. That'll be for next time. All right. That's going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in to another table. So get on your private-ass jets and fly over and interact with us. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. For more great
0: content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to Never Miss an Episode.